Hello, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark, and it's day 1,441 since we came back on the air. So before we get into the real topic for the day, we're going to have to catch everyone up a bit. Another recap, Max. You know I love a good recap. So, about a month ago, we had several people come into the area all at once. This was when Alexi came through, when Agnes went on her date that wasn't a date, and while we were waiting for her to come in to tell us how it went, I mentioned the conversation I'd had with Jeff and Terrence. But Agnes came in before I could get into the details, and then we all kind of forgot about it. Except for one listener, who reminded me yesterday that we'd left that thread hanging. I'm lost. Hmm. I'm going to have to give more details. There were four guys, two of them were friends, Jeff and Terrence. The other two, one of them was named Mike, but I never met the fourth guy. Mike and the nameless guy didn't know each other or anyone else. Mike and the nameless guy got into a scrap. I was never clear what it was about, but I tried to break it up. I grabbed Mike and was pulling him back. The other guy, he had a stick or a pole or something. He kept swinging and hit us both. Jeff grabbed him. The fight I definitely remember. Max took a couple of hits and had a nasty cut over his eye. Also, Max, this recap is a bit confusing. However, I'm not sure how to make it more clear. Fights are so chaotic to start with. Yes, yes. I felt very heroic with my war scars and all. Mike left shortly after. He hadn't even known we were here and didn't want to hang around. Shortly after that, I met up with Jeff and Terrence. They told me the guy they had pulled away also left in a huff. Jeff is a fairly big guy, like six foot three or bigger, blonde hair, and, um, rotund? Is, is that okay to say? I think as long as Jeff is okay with it, you're safe. Fair point. Terrence is small by comparison, with red hair and a very snarky attitude. They're part of a bigger group of eight. They were originally from South Carolina and were all friends before the apocalypse. They moved up to the mountains and lived there for the first couple of years, but the winters were pretty bad. They also had two very large groups of zombies pass through their area, which kept wrecking their infrastructure. I think they also lost several of their group during those times. In any case, they decided to move to a more urban area near the coast. I wonder if they experienced Medusa. I don't think so. The timing doesn't exactly add up, and they had two distinct waves, at least one moving to the south. I didn't get too much detail, mostly because I couldn't think of things to ask. I I did tell them that you would be interested in chatting. Oh, for sure. The more information we can get, the better. So they were looking for a better place to settle. They wanted to be around people who they could work with and near a large body of water. Their thought was to have boats ready in case they had to make a dash to get away from a large group of zombies. Sounds reasonable, but they didn't want to stay here? No, sadly. Terrence didn't seem to care too much, but Jeff said he just wasn't sure and wanted to keep looking. He was nice enough, but I got the impression he followed his instincts, and his instincts were that this wasn't what they were looking for. I was totally bummed, but I didn't want to seem too desperate. I get it. Maybe he had a good reason and was just shy or embarrassed about sharing it. I don't know. I just got the impression he was uncomfortable. They did say they would be happy to visit and trade from wherever they ended up if they were close enough. Um, I warned them about Fiddleback Hollow and told them about some of the other locals. While they were very nice, the whole thing was a little disheartening. Do you think the fight had anything to do with it? I don't know. Maybe? 
I don't see why people wouldn't want to live here, so I'm probably not the best judge of these things. Well, instincts are often seen as a way for our minds to process things we didn't notice consciously. Maybe there was something that Jeff noticed that he, he didn't know he noticed. Would it be weird if I left a survey out for people who chose not to stay here? Maybe ask them why they didn't choose us or what we could do differently? Max, you should not take this personally. People choosing not to stay here is not a reflection on you. What if it is? What if people don't want to stay here because of me, who I am, or what I'm like? Then those are not the kind of people we want here in the first place. You are a major... Um... Let's call it a feature of this place. If people don't want to be here because of you, I don't want them here. I'm positive Agnes feels the same way. And you know Jennifer does. I bet even William would say as much. So much of you is here. I can understand why you would take it personally, but I don't think it is you. So let's focus on Jeff and Terrence. Thank you, Dr. Clark. I don't know how much of that I believe, but I do appreciate the sentiment. As for Jeff and Terrence, I hope we at least see them again. In hindsight, they didn't seem offended or quick to leave, just unsure. Maybe you're right. Maybe they're just looking for something more specific. Whatever it is, I truly hope they find it and are safe. If they ever need a place, we'll be here. There you go. Besides, we are making friends. We may not be a bustling community... But we still have a lot of bustle. With that, let's wrap it up. Listeners, I know I've asked this before, but I'll say it again. What makes you feel safe and comfortable? What sort of locals do you think make for the best living space in the zombie apocalypse? Keep the letters coming and feel free to drop by. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.